0: Hey, it's the Body Bishops.
1: That's good, yeah. Hello, man. <laughs> oh,
0: are you already recorded. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm good. Uh, you alright, man?
0: Yeah, I'm okay, man. Yeah, I've got a I've got a cost to take away. Cup from earlier, and whenever I drink, it squeaks. Mm-hmm. So I've taken the lid off so that there will be no audible squeaking. It's very kind of on you. the podcast.
1: You know, in the spirit of gospel community, I thought you were bringing me a coffee, but that's okay. Sorry, right.
0: <laughs> sorry, man, <laughs> I've failed. But like we we said last night, you know, um, we've got an advocate. Yeah, we'll see that in a few right, weeks, man. won't we? Yep. When you when
1: you're <laughs> getting this wrong, you can. Ask for mercy, <laughs> but we're not in first John, which no, we're is not. what we looked at last <clears throat> night at home groups. Tonight, or today, we're covering Second Peter, which we did last Wednesday, Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so we are just looking at the one section of Second Peter, just chapter 1. Really, it's going to be verse 1 to verse uh, 12, 13, yeah. 14, really. Um, 15 even, yep. So <laughs> but not verse by verse, but just kind of building on all the things that are being said here. Mm-hmm. Um, gospel truth and gospel identity leads mm. to gospel practice and gospel community. It does yeah. have You heard that before?
0: Uh, somewhere. I don't remember where, yeah, but yeah. May, may have said it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> may have heard you say it once or twice.
1: <laughs> so we, we want to cover gospel truth. and Peter starts there. Peter actually starts the whole epistle with some gospel truth and some gospel identity man. before he gets into gospel practice, mm. which is going to lead to gospel mm. community. So we are going to look at, Verse one, first of all. Yeah. So
0: says so Simon Peter, a bond servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained like precious faith, which which I think is kind of the theme of what we're going to be looking at today. That mm-hmm. like precious faith with us by the righteousness of God and Savior
1: Jesus Christ. Beautiful. So, um, we have received a like precious faith mm-hmm. with. So Peter's writing to these sort of like quote unquote normal Christians, and he's one of the apostles mm-hmm. who's Who experienced Jesus' transfiguration? Who walked on water? Then one of the only guys guys to ever ever done that. (laughs) The only guy. The only guy. (laughs) One of the only. Um, And yet he says, "You have received a faith that's equal to ours Mm. through the righteousness of God in Christ." So, um, I just thought that was beautiful. You know that Mm. we as pastors, our faith is equal to the other brothers and sisters in the church. The apostle here is saying, "My faith is equal to you." I'm an I'm an equal standing, equal footing alongside you guys mm. um as the family of god so all that status beautiful man yeah. that old system of status that the world has is all gone when yeah. it comes to our relationship yeah. with jesus you know yeah
0: it's, it's fantastic yeah yeah like precious faith equally righteous because of
1: christ yeah yeah, yeah. anything good in verse two uh, no, no, re-
0: I'm just kidding. Gonna- <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Verse number two, grace and peace. Um, I'm, I love over and over again in these epistles, not just in the Pauline epistles, but also in, in Peter's stuff. Yeah. It says grace and peace be multiplied to you in the yeah. knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. So the multiplication of grace and peace in our lives yeah. is contingent upon the knowledge of Christ.
1: Yeah. So as we continue to experience and enjoy intimate fellowship with God, uh, God the Father, God the Son, then we are going to continue to experience an abundance of grace and mm. peace in our lives. Beautiful. Uh, what what rich <laughs> what yeah. truths are they? Are they so mm. uh, all of this. So my righteousness, my equal footing, my grace and peace is all because I have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ through mm. what He's done for us. Mm. Then we get to some just glorious truths in verse three to four. But before we get there, verse three to seven is all one sentence. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all one thought that that Peter's building on here. But verse three and four, it's still got these gospel truths and gospel identity stuff for us. So, yeah, what are verse three and verse four telling us then?
0: So, it, it, there's there's two mentions of the word divine here, which I think are indicative of the the flow of thought. So, it says as his divine power has given to us all things pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who's called us by glory and virtue, by which we have been giving exceeding great and precious promises that through these you may be, be partakers of the divine nature. Mm-hmm. So, so first he talks about um, the divine power and then he talks about the divine nature. Yeah. So divine power. Again, he says, it is it is God's power, not our own that's mm-hmm. given us everything that we need for life and godliness yeah right so so that that in itself is a gospel truth, isn't yeah. it yeah that everything that we need is found in the gospel of Jesus Christ to have intimate experiential knowledge um, of Christ as we continue to grow mm-hmm. but then this divine nature uh, bit I think I think what it's trying to con- connect to if you remember a few weeks uh, those who've been listening to the sermons at the church um, we, we, we were talking about how God. In Romans 1, God has planted in each and every one of us the knowledge of his divine nature. Mm. All of us have the knowledge of that. But as Christians, we enter into a deeper knowledge mm. of that divine nature, like an intimate knowledge of that divine nature. Mm-hmm. Um, as it were, we we tap into the infinite, limitless supply of Christ's divine nature, an endless supply of Christ's likeness.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, verse 3 and 4 is really telling us that we have everything we need in Christ to live the life that Christ called us to live. Like the gospel is sufficient for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how do I, how do I continue to tap into it as you're saying there, how do I continue to tap into that power and tap into that, that divine nature? Um, the answer is through the knowledge of him. Mm. So again, as I continue an intimate relationship <clears throat> with Jesus, yes, knowing him more and more, growing to understand him more and more, growing to love him more and more, I'm going to experience grace and peace being ab- abundantly multiplied to me. And, power to live the life that jesus is calling me to live so you know you hear sometimes people saying like uh, like christians saying like i just can't do this i can't do what he's wanting me to do mm. <clears throat> in one sense yes you're <clears throat> absolutely right you cannot do it because your flesh can do no good thing mm. but in the other sense you're un- you're completely wrong because yeah. christ is in you absolutely giving you the power yeah. and if you find yourself unable to do what he's calling you to do what you need to do then is run to him mm. um, because you've got you've got within you as a result of Christ being in you, not within you as in, in it's 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 in me, but yeah, yeah. Christ is in me. Right therefore in, the
0: implanted by Christ. Yeah. Not yeah. worked up from in, in inside. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So in light of the fact that verse three and seven is one <clears throat> sentence in the original, um, what we've been given is verse one to verse four. And what we're gonna do about that, how we're gonna respond to that is verse five to verse mm-hmm. seven. So, uh, yeah, verse 5, I've got the CSB up that says, for this very reason, what have you got?
0: Hmm, this very reason. Yeah, yeah so
1: in light of verse 3 to 4, in light of the fact that these things are true, <coughs> here's how the Holy Spirit is calling you to live Then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, So what we're seeing in verse 5, whatever comes up here in verse 5 to 7, verse 3 to 4 has told us it's possible in Christ to live this way through intimate relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get into it then. what do we, we? It says make every effort, so... You think mm. this might be a, a big deal for Peter that we do whatever comes next here? I
0: don't know. I, pro- I think he probably wasn't intentional with his words here. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's a scripture. Every, every, every yeah. word that God has given him is important. So
1: yeah. obviously. Yeah. So it's like, make it, make this your goal. Yeah, really? It. Um Your focus, your purpose growing yeah. as a believer to be more like Jesus is not a side quest yeah, in your life. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't happen without intentionality. Yeah. That's why he says make every effort to do this.
0: No one stumbles into Christian growth.
1: No way, man. No. So we have to strive at this, mm-hmm. at this growth as we continue with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then it says to add, so make every effort to supplement it says in the mm-hmm. CSB, yeah, um, or to add or to grow essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was going to use that illustration about Conhill, but I don't know if it's going to be any good. Is that helpful?
0: Yeah, yeah, go, yeah. go on then. I, I, I would just say before you do that, though. <laughs> yeah. Um. I th- I think where where it says add to your faith. Hmm. So like, our faith in Jesus is the base. Yeah. It's the foundation. So everything grows out of that, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a minute. But yeah. like, again, this is this is coming full circle. Mm-hmm. It's coming full circle to the fact that we don't get to the gospel practice stuff without the gospel truth and gospel identity. Yeah.
1: If you don't have a foundation, you can't build on it. So there's nothing to add to you. It's just going to, it's hanging in the air, which can happen. But yeah, there's this, uh, this lock system um, down in, in Wiltshire, I think it is. Victoria and I went and seen it when we lived in Bath and um, it's Hill or Hill. I can't remember how to pronounce it. C-A-E-N. But it's basically this, this uh, lock system, the water you know, it's the, the barges along the canal system mm-hmm. and it's it rises 237 foot over um, a space of about two miles, I think. But obviously in order for a barge to be able to go upstream and it, it has to um, like have lock systems. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I tried to explain this last week and my brain was like, oh, no. does not compute. <laughs> Words are coming out. <laughs> um, but anyway, so <coughs> the, way, the only way to get up this two mile stretch, right? It's rising hundreds of, 200 plus foot. Is to keep open locks, closing locks, open locks, closing locks, um, and we kind of use this as an illustration of of growth as a Christian. The water is carrying the barge along, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the lock systems are there in place to do to do this, yep. um, but in order for me to grow, I have to, once I get to the lock system. There's something I have to do. I have to open the lock. That's it. Right. Let all the water do all of the work Mm -hmm. and let the lock system do all of its work. Close that lock, then open the next gate and Mm. go through again. Yeah. And that's just trying to illustrate that as in that's sanctification is in partnership with the Holy Spirit. So this idea of like making every effort, I can't actually grow as a Christian Mm. without effort. You know, I have to be in partnership with the Holy Spirit Mm. and he's doing the majority of the work oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah absolutely but i have to i have to do my mm. part um mm. in order for for me to grow as well so as believers we have the spirit bearing us along but we mustn't be passive in our growth yeah
0: mm. yeah, so, yeah. So and i think, I think the spirit fills us not just so that we will be filled in that moment but so that we will, we'll will rise to the next level of maturity and the next level of christ likeness right so he's right. trying to make us progressively more like jesus yeah yeah,
1: yeah absolutely so and our work, of course, is like keep running to Christ, keep mm. praying to Him, keep confessing, keep keep in that intimate relationship with Him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we have we have faith, uh, as you said, um, it's faith in the person and the promises of Christ, the foundation of growth, and there's no other way. Mm. We, there's if we don't have faith, we can't add to it. So, mm. um, faith is the foundation. But what do we add to our faith in?
0: Yeah. What well, well, virtue? Mm-hmm. Um. And and I think it's really important. Similarly to to the fruit of the spirit that these all of these things are virtues of christ mm. or, are our attitudes and characteristics of christ yeah so we are we are adding to faith Christ likeness. yeah virtue being one of those
1: yeah yeah so virtue it's uh goodness or excellent character mm. um first peter two talks about we <clears throat> claim his excellence here it's the idea of reflecting his excellence in our daily lives it's a a life of integrity mm. a life of uh, that's worthy of praise, and here we're seeing with virtue, it, it's a character thing. So it's the desire to do what's right. So add mm. to your faith the desire to do what's right. The desire to do what's right. It's yeah. good, yeah. And after that, we get knowledge. So mm. what's this knowledge all about then?
0: Yeah, what's well, it's probably not the knowledge that most people are thinking about. It's not um just attaining knowledge and just piling up a bunch of information in your brain. Yeah, uh, not just intellectual or doctrinal, but I think it's an intimate knowledge. Um, of Christ and intimate knowledge of being with Christ. I think, mm-hmm. I think it would be this similar type of knowledge that you would have about your wife over the course of many years of marriage mm-hmm. where you knew her before, but not like, you know, her now mm-hmm. because you've mm-hmm. been with her. Mm-hmm. You've had those intimate moments with her. She's provided for you. You've enjoyed that fellowship, um, that communication. So I, I think it's that type of knowledge. It's not just the type of knowledge where it's um okay. Well, I know, I know about my wife that my wife is from Missouri in the USA. I know about yeah. my wife that she yeah. grew up on a farm, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, no, but I know her.
1: Yeah. I know her and I know what she would want me to do in this situation. Mm. So it's this knowledge with Christ. It's, I know him and I know what he would want me to do right now. Mm. So, you know, Bri- Brian Mel last night, Mel said, um, I, I usually know what type, whether Brian wants tea or coffee, depending yeah. on the type of day, cause she's been married to him for so long, mm. you know? <clears throat> um, Because that's that's the knowledge that she has. I haven't got a clue what Brian would want right now, um, but she does. So uh, Philippians 1 talks about this idea of growing in our knowledge with Christ and our love so that we'll make the best decision in every Mm, situation. mm, mm. So if virtue is the desire to do what's right, knowledge here would be, uh, through a relationship with Jesus, the knowledge to do what's right. You know, I I know what Christ would have me do Mm. in this situation.
0: And, And I think that Matthew 11, verses 28 and 29 is a good shout here where G- jesus says in verse 28 come to me and then in the very next verse verse 29 he says learn from me yeah learn from me. so yeah. learn from me not just learn of me but learn from me yeah that's good
1: man yeah. yeah yeah so we're adding to our faith the desire to do what's right the knowledge of what is right in each situation and then we add to that self-control it says so mm-hmm. why is self-control important in all of this then
0: um because it's not part of our human nature (laughs) to be Mm self-controlled um we are so broken and so corrupt you know um so we you know that's it's it's a christ-like uh it's a christ-like characteristic i think when you look at the life of christ man you see that so often you know Mm -hmm. they they they, the high priest smote him and he remained silent you know
1: Mm -hmm. so yeah self-control we we it's this idea of learning to rule our passions, our desires and our emotions, rather than having them rule us. Mm -hmm. It's the restraint of emotion or impulse or desire. Um, So, you know, anger or worry or lust, they can sometimes make us behave in certain ways, but when we have self-control, we don't behave impulsively. Um, So we're gonna add self-control because self-control is the strength to do what's right. Mm. Even when our emotions and our desires Mm. are going against What's right? We're going to have self-control. So mm. we have the desire to do what's right. We have the knowledge, knowledge of what's right, and now we have the strength mm. to do what's right. It's good. um And then we add to that perseverance. So
0: yeah, patient endurance, steadfastness. Um, I, I, I th- I'm not sure where we got this from. I think it was a, some commentator, but the capacity to hold out or bear up in the face of difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, but pers- perseverance is something that um again, we're not naturally inclined to do. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're inclined to do one thing, give up and do another thing.
1: Yeah. So this perseverance is, is being able to keep doing what we know is right, mm-hmm. um, resist, keep, to, keep, to keep resisting what's wrong, to keep suffering, to keep struggling for a long time, no matter what the circumstances. So this is really now the endurance to do what's right. Yeah.
0: And when you think in, 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 our, in our society, we're being pulled in many different directions, aren't we? Constantly. Like whether it's through, through media um, or, or whatever, through friends around us, through politicians, however you want to say it, we're being pulled in so many different directions. People were saying, grab a hold of this, grab a hold of this, be about this, support this, you know? Mm. And I think this idea of just like the perseverance to follow Christ mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. all of those pulls to go this way and that yeah. way and just like follow and him. Keep on doing the right yeah
1: whether it's in situations of trial or temptation. Yeah, regardless of what public opinion is. Yeah. So what do we add to that then? Godliness, reverence? Godliness, yeah.
0: I, th- I, think, I think reverence is a nice rendering of that word, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, t- to live all of life in the flail, like affectionate, joyful fear of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, t- but, but you know, sometimes godliness can sound like a, a very stoic thing like a Mm. lot of things when we think of godliness, we, we think of uh, someone sitting quietly chanting in a chapel somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, like we think of something very like removed and very like, but, but this, this is different. We're talking about a joyful fear of God, an affectionate, familial fear of God, you know, um, to, to be humble, submissive and Mm Christ-like.
1: So, and that would be really the, the the humble motive to do what's right. So the, the the deep undercurrent motive of i want to keep living in this so like i want to be if like if we say we want to be have excellent character we want to know what the right thing to do is we want to keep doing what's right we want to um do what's right no matter what's coming at us Mm -hmm. that can all start to sound a little bit like um stoic stoic, right yeah Yeah, yeah. but we add to that godliness which is reverence which is this joyful fear of god yeah um then all of a sudden we have the motive for it all and mm. the and the attitude we have as we continue in this mm. is one of joy and hope and um yeah just this beautiful fear mm. of, of our good god that we love and adore
0: yeah it's it, it's good um bro
1: so we get to this list continuing and you're thinking what has this got to do with gospel community but as we continue this list and we get higher and higher up the stairs so to speak of these moral qualities we're adding to our life as we walk in fellowship with Jesus at the top of the top two stairs we're seeing where this is all going to lead to um, all, all of this stuff so far has actually got much to do with our relationships um, you might think it's just it doesn't have anything to do with our relationships but all of this so far does and then we get to this next point which is adding on to all of this brotherly kindness um, so again we must make every effort to grow in this character quality just like the rest mm. and brotherly kindness is affection warmth we add to all of the above this deep loving familial affection for one another. So all of a sudden we go back and it's like this this virtue, this excellent character is meant to be going out towards my brothers and sisters. This knowledge of doing what's right is in relationship with my brothers and sisters. The self-control. To not be impulsive is in how I respond to my brothers and sisters. This Mm. perseverance is patiently enduring Mm. uh, how how I continue to do what's right no matter what's going on with my brothers and sisters. Mm. And this godliness is my joyful fear of God being lived out in relationship with my brothers and sisters. So it's all actually deeply connected to this gospel community. No, that's
0: good. Yeah, yeah. The the, the humble motive for, for serving God is, is also the humble motive for serving my brothers and sisters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which leads to number seven brotherly kindness. Doesn't it? Yeah. Every effort to grow, um, to, 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 be affectionate, to be warm, to be loving, that familial type of love.
1: Yeah, And then we get to the very top of all of this and we get to the word love. Mm. Um, we've reached the heights now first Peter 40, says above all to, to have this love for one another. And here we see it, it's the top, it's mm. the top of the stairs. Mm. Um, and it's a commitment to pursue what's best for the person loved at whatever cost to self. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just notable, again, that the two items at the top of a list of moral qualities for those who follow Jesus is love, love for others. Yeah.
0: T- t- tell me this, Alan. I mean, and you, you know the question. This is a rhetorical question, of course. But this list that we've just gone through here, who would read that list and be like, what a rubbish list. And, <laughs> right. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you read that and you're yeah. like, Why? like everyone, you're like, like, yeah. like it's, it's yeah. like, these are, these are brilliant things. You would want that for any society, for any community. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, it's almost like, um, love is like, you know, when you go to one of these, like, uh, these, these like, o cakes and milkshakes, mm. you know, and they like bring out one of these massive milkshakes and it's built and it's like flowing over and it's like yeah, two foot tall or something. Uh, someone coming and putting a cherry on top of it, mm. you know, that's mm. kind of what, what love is in some ways. Like mm. as you're reading through the list and then you're like. Oh, it's perfect, and then there's love on top yeah, of it, and it's, it's like uh, perfect.
1: Yeah, this is abundant life. This is um, this is what abundant life looks like. It's a beautiful way to live, and we have we have. You may be listening to this thinking, "What?" But remember what first three and four says: you have everything you need to mm. live the life through having an intimate relationship mm. with Jesus Christ. So. As we get to verse 8 to verse 11, really, it starts telling us why we should live this way. Um, so how is verse 3 to 4, uh, well, verse 2 to 4, really. Um, what we should be doing is verse 5 to 7. And then verse 8 to 11 is really telling us why this life <laughs> is, worth, is worth living. So verse 8 talks about it being a, a fruitful life. If you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful. In the knowledge mm. of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, mm. yeah, we, we, we don't just have them. We want to grow in them more and more. And as a result, we will live fruitful lives, um, mm. not barren lives. Um, so, uh, again, verse 8 is telling you that a fruitful life is topped by affectionate love for your brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, You know, that's what, a fr- mm. what is a fruitful life according to the Holy Spirit. Um, well, it's topped off by affection and love mm. for church family
0: yeah it's, it's like paul in in one corinthians if i have all of these spiritual gifts if i have all these abilities and i don't have love i have nothing
1: you got nothing then so a life that's lived out right this way evidences a deeply intimate experiential knowledge of jesus mm. you know you won't be barren in your knowledge of jesus so yeah, yeah. firstly it's a it's a fruitful life to live this way mm. verse nine is it's a seen life it's a life of seeing um so it says the person who lacks these things is blind and short-sighted. Mm-hmm. Has forgotten the cleansing from his past sins. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, I, I think uh, if 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 we refuse to if if we refuse to see Jesus for who He is, for one, if we receive, refuse to see our brothers and our sisters as the object of Christ's love and the object of our love, mm-hmm. we're living um, as if we're blind. Yeah, yeah, willfully.
1: Yeah. yeah, so we're willfully closing our eyes again. We're we, we don't have spiritual insight we're forgetful of what Jesus has done in our lives um and forgetful of what he wants us to do in our lives as mm. well so but if we do live this way then we're living a life of seeing a life where mm. uh, where we where we we're walking in wisdom essentially and not stumbling in the dark mm. um, so it's a fruitful life it's a seen life first hand talks about it being a stable life um so it says if you do these things you will never stumble um mm. So it has this idea of of making every effort to confirm your calling or election. Um, Some people interpret this as, like, make sure you're saved. But Peter's been writing to them, telling, like, you've got everything. Mm. uh, I'm writing to you who have equal faith. I'm writing to those who have grace and peace multiplied to them. I'm writing to those who have divine power and divine nature. Um, So it's the idea of um, making what you have effective and demonstrating what you have. So make it, like, confirm it, like... Live like it's true that you have. Live it. like it's true. Yeah, this yeah. is this
0: is this is a good evidence for it.
1: Make use of your salvation. Yeah, this is Essentially, what it's saying here: yeah. live a life that demonstrates and evidences that you are truly saved mm. um, to, to the world around you and to your brothers and sisters. And it says, if we keep focusing on growing in these areas through knowing Christ more and more, then we will not slip. We mm. will not stumble. Um, so it, it's important. Peter's sentence is really important, and in verse eleven, finishes off with it being an honorable life. In this way, entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be richly provided for you. Mm. So, if we live a life like this, we'll be welcomed into the kingdom one day with honor. Mm. This life, not a life of like you know doing much things that make you famous or rich or successful, but this life of simply adding on to our our faith, Christ likeness, Mm. and how we treat our brothers and sisters. Mm. That type of life will be honored. Me- yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think there's something powerful about that, isn't there? Because we, we've said it before: the praises of earth prepare for the praises of heaven. So, and we've been saying this whole time: live like you are who you are. Mm-hmm. I, I am forgiven. I'm cleansed. I'm born again. Uh, I'm living and dwelling and existing in the resurrection life of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Love is my foundation. All those virtues that are mentioned are mine in Christ Jesus. Yeah. But what is also true about me? Is that I belong I I belong in the kingdom. Mm. I, I belong in the Father's house because Christ prepared a place for me. Yeah. So live like you are who you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what we're seeing here is a fruitful life, a sane life, a stable life, and an honorable life is topped by affection and love for your brothers mm-hmm. and sisters in Christ. That's how important this is mm-hmm. to Peter. Mm-hmm. He's like at the very top, the Cram de la Cram of all of this is affection and love for your brothers and sisters in Christ. So good, man. So this is not just some side quest. Mm. This is everything living in this way. Um, And just before we wrap it up, it's so amazing. Verse 12, Peter says, therefore, I'm going to always remind you about this, even though you already know it. Mm. Verse 13, as long as I'm alive, I'm going to keep reminding you (laughs) of these things Mm. and wake you up to it. Mm. Um, And verse 14 and 15 is like, I'm probably going to die soon. So I'm going to leave this behind to you to remind you. of this stuff after i go so three times he's like i'm going to remind you i'm going to remind you i'm going to remind you that this is life to add to your faith through intimate experiential knowledge of jesus christ these virtues Mm. the the top of which is affection and love for your brothers and sisters in christ
0: yeah yeah this isn't just something that you learn once this is these are things that you have to learn over and over again through a life of following christ and living in intimacy with him
1: yeah yeah so hopefully we've shown again through Second Peter how important all of this is to the apostles, mm. to the Holy Spirit who inspired the apostles to write what they wrote, now, to Christ who calls us to this and has empowered us to live this way.
0: I think when we get to the end here, we, we probably appreciate a little bit more that phrase in verse number one, like precious faith. Mm-hmm. So it's like God is trying to produce in each and every one of us this and imagine what a community could be like
1: of yeah. people yeah. living this way. Yes. Beautiful man. And just verse 11, like it's this life. It's that kind of life, a life that's filled up with the desire to do what's right by your brothers and sisters, Mm -hmm. you know, the, 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 that, that deep love for brothers and sisters, that sacrificial love for them, that affection and warmth. That's the type of life that when you stand before Christ one day is received home with honor. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think so often we're busy with all our ministries, all of our programs. Um, I, I can teach this faithfully. I can write this book. I can write this article. I can do this blog post. Um, and Jesus is just letting you know here that's not the life of honor. The life of honor is is this what mm-hmm. what Peter's calling us to? Mm-hmm. Hear, so
0: yeah, that's good.
1: Which is great because not everyone's going to write a book and no. be a, super successful in the world's eyes. Yeah, but we can, according to verse three and four, live the stuff out mm. by the spirit in us yeah it's, it's not impossible
0: yeah i mean it, it, it is but it's not it is in and of ourselves but yeah. through the spirit it's, it's totally possible to live in a community yeah. like this yeah
1: so god help us and he is helping us give us the grace and mercy and all that we need to add to our faith these these beautiful virtues mm. for christ's glory thanks for listening to the baldy bishops podcast if you wish to get a hold of us you can contact us at baldybishops
0: at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on facebook or instagram hey do you want to go get it okay that sounds great let's go